the only way you create change is by standing up and campaigning for those things you care for. If we hold ourselves individually to hire a cat, the world will be a better place. For me, communication is, is the key to absolutely everything. How can we all save the what world? it means to be a man or indeed a human. There's no such thing as a stupid question. The Can We Just Ask podcast starts conversations that matter. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Can We Just Ask? What's the Good News? I'm Annie. And I'm Will. And today we are back with some good news. That's what we're here for. We are. You went back to the original uh, intro that you do. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> I've been thinking about it quite a lot this morning. Uh, and then I panicked and just <laughs> just you, defaulted back to what I know. If you haven't listened to the last episode, firstly, where have you been? <laughs> Secondly, uh, Annie, Annie always does the same intro. But it's nice because it's like a bit of a routine. But last week, you, uh, last episode, you decided really to change it up. Kept you on your toes, mixed yeah. it up. But you, you've, you've reverted back. Oh, like yeah, it. pretty much. Um, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. Again, the I mean, it's been a bit of a grey week, hasn't it? It has, but you're looking very, very tanned. Mm, I've hidden a sunbed in the bathroom. <laughs> Wondered what that was. <laughs> Not very discreet, are they? <laughs> I haven't. Uh, this is this has just been developing. Your natural glow. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is the sun is shining through the window this morning, which is nice. That's the first bit of good news. There you go. That's it. That's all we've got. Yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have got some good news this week. Great. Um, do you want to go first? Oh right, yeah. That was a sort of a faint to the left and then take him to the right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got a little, little bit of a light one to start off with. Yeah, great. Um, you might have read this somewhere. You might not. It depends what newspapers you read, I suppose. Uh, you probably don't read this newspaper. The headline is, hedgehogs are having very noisy sex while humans are in lockdown. Um, so hedgehogs are extremely active during lockdown, mostly because they're being less they're, disturbed. Because they're not at work, so they've got more time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, an expert has said they're indulging in very noisy lovemaking. Wow. <laughs> Um, Michael Walker from the Nottinghamshire Wildlife Trust has said uh, they've been spotted out and they're having much more sex than normal uh, just because they're being disturbed less. So that was going to be my question is, you know, is it just that we've noticed it more because people are out and about, but actually it's the opposite, that they're not being disturbed. So they're left in peace to do what they want to do. Yeah. And the same article says there's also been many more less road killings, obviously, because there's less people on the road. But that's good news also. Very good news. More oh. he- more hedgehogs alive and more hedgehogs being made. What more could you want in a hedgehog world? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's rhetorical. Um, okay, well, this one is not about hedgehogs. Oh. Uh, but it is about trees. We like trees. <laughs> you say that as if the two are related. They are. Wildlife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in Pakistan, there has been a project that is uh, tackling a couple of key issues in one go. Um, so those issues being the people that are out of work due to um, the COVID crisis, uh, the um, slowdown of the economy, um, and of course, climate change. So at the beginning of lockdown, there was a project called 10 Billion Trees, um, a campaign to plant 10 billion trees. Uh, and it had to be halted um, because of the requirements of social distancing. Mm-hmm. But the pl- Prime Minister has granted um, the Forestry 
the forestry agency an exemption from this Mm -hmm. to continue with their project. Um, And what this has meant is that it's created 63,600 jobs, um, many of which have gone to people in rural areas where the trees are being planted. And a lot of those people are... um, people that have lost their jobs in the cities and have migrated back home uh, to their rural areas and have now got jobs there. So they've got jobs boosting the economy and planting 10 billion trees. Which is great. I feel overwhelmed by facts for a moment. So uh, that's so. this is all in Pakistan? Yeah. And so in Pakistan, they were initially going to plant 10 billion trees all in Pakistan? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of trees. It is a lot of trees. Um, okay, and most so- of them, most of them are sort of in near the capital, Islamabad. It's quite amazing um, taking the opportunity um, to do something good out of the situation, which is something that we come back to a lot in this podcast. I feel is where people have seen um, the chance to make positive. Um, but actually to create 63... And they're they, paid, paid jobs. Paid jobs, To yeah. just plant trees, not just plant trees. That, that, yeah, that's a bad thing. so, that's great. so the, what a great the campaign is, is running, the campaign allows for the people planting the trees to be paid. And it's government funded? Yeah, it's um, a five-year programme that was introduced by the Prime Minister um, to counter some of the issues um, and effects of climate change. So rising temperatures, flooding, drought and extreme weather in the country. Um, Boris Johnson, are you listening? (laughs) You weirdly was, wasn't it? So apparently the people, um, the people planting the trees and involved in it are earning about $3 a day, which doesn't sound very much by um, Western standards. standards. Mm. Um, And it's about half of what they would have um, made on a good day in the city in kind of previous Mm -hmm. jobs. And one of the workers has reported that it's enough to keep his um, family fed and and to get by. And and so uh, that feels like a really, really good bit of news. I really enjoyed reading that. So how how long do you think it takes to plant 10 billion trees? I think it's a five-year programme. As in, so by the end of five years, they're going to have planted the 10 billionth tree that is an unfathomable amount of trees isn't it that is i mean it really (laughs) is they said it's going to take fifteen thousand acres of land most of which is going to be near the capital islamabad but in slightly more rural areas well you're going to say imagine finding fifteen thousand acres of land near london yeah but the but there's lots of um state-owned forest land that they're using to do a lot of the planting. If it's forest land, then surely they don't need trees. I'm assuming that they could, there's space for more trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a, so that's my first bit of good news. And then my other bit of news is just a short one, um, following up on the coral story um, that we shared last episode, episode before. Yeah, about scientists uh, making coral in Florida. Yes, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so scuba operators in Australia who have had to... Scuba? Is it just called scuba? Is it not called scuba diving? Is it just called scuba? Well, I think you can abbreviate. Yeah, I think you can. It, just, it tickled me. <laughs> the scuba operators. The scuba operators uh, in Australia who have had to... Uh, who have come to a standstill in their, in their tourism mm. um, have been using the... Um, basically repurposing their 
idle vessels um, to execute coral restoration missions along the Great Barrier Reef. Um, That's great. What what vessels? What vessels? Like the boats. Oh, right. I, I thought you meant like the air tanks or something. <laughs> no, the <laughs> boats that they take tourists out to go and snorkel on or scuba dive on the Because you don't just snorkel from the beach. You don't scuba from the beach, no, do you? you? No, scuba you take from a boat out, yeah. And I'm, I'm not up to date with my scuba knowledge, but that sounds great. Well, my one scuba dive was on the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, <laughs> so I'm glad that it's being... That was a long time ago. Um, and yeah, they're basically... They're setting up sort of nurseries uh where they're growing baby coral mm. um, and fusing it with the old coral to try and revive it. Um, apparently over a thousand pieces of new coral have been planted. Oh, great. Um, so, yeah. I love that. I was so sad about all the news that you hear about coral all the time. Yeah. I don't know anything about coral, but I know that it's not doing very well. So. Well, you know, two two new coral facts from yeah. the last episode. Yeah, also, do you know, we, I think you can still do a virtual tour of the Great Barrier Reef Yeah. Uh, with David Attenborough. Yeah, we should do that. He's everywhere at the moment, isn't he? Well, it's a lot of a lot of interest in nature and learning, I think. A lot of voiceover work right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> he squids in. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, tell me. Uh, I'll do a few very quick ones, okay. and some are, some are going to recap on things we've done before, and some are just going to be new things that I've just found very quickly. So um, one recap is that do you remember South by Southwest, the film festival, yes. our streaming films. And I sort of, it was one of the first episodes. I did a vague thing saying they're teaming up with Amazon. And you're going to be able to watch the films well. If you're listening to this on the day this goes live until next Wednesday, the something of May, 5th, 4th of May, um, those films are now live on Amazon until Wednesday. So you can watch short films, uh, narrative films, documentary films, animated films, loads of uh, a selection of films. You can find them on Amazon. Until the 6th of May. Until the 6th of May, <laughs> Wednesday. Um, so if you want to go and watch some films that would have been screened at South by Southwest Festival, you can go and do that now on Amazon. That's amazing. Which is That's great. the weekend sorted. There you go. The Especially whole if it's looking rainy. Yeah, exactly. Um, my next bit of news is, so I saw two things uh, on a different newspaper today, which is great, all environmental based. Great. Um, so the first one is that um, clean air in Europe during lockdown is now leading to, has led to 11,000 fewer deaths because of air pollution. Wow. Which is amazing. Is that current, like deaths that would have happened during this time or an anticipated reduction in... Um, so compared to the same period last year. Wow. Um, so levels of nitrogen dioxide have fallen by 40% um, and tiny particulate matter is down by 10%. Um, and those two forms of pollution weaken the heart uh, and together they're normally responsible for nearly half a million deaths Wow. Uh, in Europe each year. And so... There's 11,000 fewer deaths. Amazing. Yeah, which is cool. And then really cool. Yeah, another environmental thing. Again, I mean, we know that the the planet is breathing because we're all inside, but just some facts to prove it. Um, coal is currently generating, this is mind-blowing, 0% of Britain's power. So we're not relying on coal at all for anything. Um, so this is, yeah, so this is the longest, apparently, this is according to The Guardian newspaper. <laughs> Uh, this is the longest stretch since the Industrial Revolution that Britain has gone without coal-fired power generation. Amazing. Which is insane. So that's obviously... So is that because we're using less power? Less electricity, yeah, during coronavirus. Because um, um, I'm sure household power must be 
shooting up, but in terms of industrial power and offices. And well, yeah. So the National Grid have said they've had to uh, turn wind farms off. Because we've got so much power. To avoid overloading the electricity grid. Wow. How do you turn wind farms off? You can't stop the wind. <laughs> uh, just press the off button. I think. <laughs> no, come on, God, stop the wind for five minutes. We've got too much power. Uh, all but four of UK's coal power plants have shut uh, in advance of the government ban on coal generation from 2025. So, I mean, granted, that may be some jobs lost, but hopefully they can find some jobs in alternative power. Like planting trees. Planting trees. Uh, turning off the wind farms. Yeah. That's going to be a big <laughs> That's job. That's going to be a big job. The big, big, old, big old fans. <laughs> um, and it's that's led to dr- uh, drastic reduction in carbon emissions across the UK. Amazing. So That's so cool. I, w- I wonder what we can take from that and whether there's, like, how do we switch, continue with just the wind power? Just stay at home for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's it. Do less. Do less, consume less. It's a good lesson for us. Yeah. Should we leave it with that that <laughs> food for thought? Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> um, thank you. That is really good news. I'm so glad to hear that. I get so uh, much reassurance from seeing and hearing all of these facts, particularly about the environment. It mm. does bring me a lot of hope and joy at this time. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And if you're a hedgehog, have a good weekend. <laughs> Just keep it down. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, please do let us know. You can uh, give us a rating or a review on iTunes. You can get in touch with us at Can We Just Ask and we will see you on Tuesday. Stay safe. The only way you create change is by standing up and campaigning for those things you care for. If we hold ourselves individually to hire a cat, the world would be a better place. For me, communication is, is the key to absolutely everything. How can we all save the what world? it means to be a man or indeed a human. There's no such thing as a stupid question. The Can We Just Ask podcast starts conversations that matter.